Hey, this is the Art Confessions with Danny and Diane, and every week you're going to hear us talk about all kinds of things in the art world. Hope you enjoy. You'll hear our opinions, our thoughts, and everything in between. Stay tuned. Okay. Okay. You you wanna? Who wants to start? I could. I, I don't know. Right. You want to start by talking, start. or do you oh, want me fine. to start? Do you hear me properly? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Do you hear me? All right. Hey, okay, how are you? I'm good. How's good my you? girl Daniela doing? Not too bad. Not too so, bad. Uh. So this is our first time. We're gonna talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk about some art confessions, aren't we? I'm pretty excited yeah. about that. I have a lot <laughs> I think to confess we're, about. We're gonna have a lot to confess about <laughs> in general. I think. I think there's a lot of shit that's been happening in art that needs some confessing. Yes, and you know you'll get a few of our personal <laughs> confessions as <For> well. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what we're going to talk about is it's going to be more about um, women in the arts. I think that's a perfect way to start because we're two women in the arts and we're definitely seeing some discrepancies that need to be addressed. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we've spoken about in the past, but I'm really glad that we're addressing it here today so that we can engage in a conversation with others about this topic as mm -hmm. well. So if you guys don't already know me, I'm Diane, and this is uh, one of my girlfriends, Daniela. And uh, yeah, we're going to be here and talking with you guys on a regular basis about what's happening in the arts. So, so Daniela, so we were saying, we were going to talk about uh, women in the arts. So tell me, what pisses you off about, about women in the arts, just in general? Uh, in general, it's uh, the discrepancy in how much we're seeing men and women in mm. art museums and how generally, and this even goes about with personal experience, but how generally men are taken more seriously in the art world than yes, women are. definitely. They're taken much more seriously. Well, I think now it's getting a little bit better. Like, definitely it's getting better. But, like, for a long time, men were definitely taken way more seriously than women were. And we have, the proof is in the pudding when you walk into a museum. You know, that's where we see them. Yes. Ugh. I actually have a book right here that so, I'm busting out. And it's women, women oh. in the arts, 400 women in the arts and women in the arts in Paris between 1850 and 1990, and 19, uh, wow, in the 1900s. <laughs> Perfect. And I have a few... Uh, websites open that compare how much women get paid and men get paid for the same mm. mediums. So we'll be able to talk a little bit about that. So I'll start, I'll let you start off with your big book over there. <laughs> My big book. <laughs> so 400, uh, 
female women in the arts. So there is definitely like you can't we can't deny that now there's been a surge. There are definitely more women than there that than there was. Um, I still wouldn't say that there's more women than men. But that being said, I think that we can definitely name some some artists. Oh my god! Ooh, hello. <laughs> Oh, okay, uh, sorry. You're okay. <laughs> we can definitely name some artists on the top of our head a lot better than uh, before. So, um, just to to just for my own, ugh, let me start that over again. Honestly, like if I think about women in the arts, I'm thinking much more contemporary than in the past because, mm-hmm. um, well, we were we got like the right to vote, you know. <laughs> And, like, after that, that changed a lot. So I think that's why we kind of, I kind of personally think about women that are more in contemporary art and not not even modern art, I wouldn't even say. I I think of that many women. I don't know about you, but. Well, I think more about the women who inspired me. So that would be more, I guess it would be more contemporary art as well. Because when I first started learning about artists, like I had a lot of uh, male artists I first fell in love with. But over time, it was the female artists that I resonated with Mm -hmm. more because I myself am a female. So I started to resonate with their work more and seeing how they made a big impact. So, yeah, it was more contemporary. Yeah, definitely. I think, and like even when I think about like my the art the artists that we saw in like in university in like classes, I there's one that kind of stuck with me, and it was uh, Janet Cardiff. But Janet Cardiff was like in <clears throat> she was uh, she was born in 1957, so she wasn't that young. But uh, there was one there was one work that she had done that was like super popular. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It was like, um, <clears throat> it's called the promenade audio. So it was like a giant circle with a bunch of speakers and you had to like sit in the middle of it and kind of just like take in the surround sound to a certain degree. And it was like in a church that it would play. So there was a lot of echo. Oh, I think I've heard of this before. And I think that they did a, um... Something similar to that in New York uh, or the museum. In New York, the the museum here in Montreal. With birds? Uh, the one. With the, yes. The birds. Yes. The one with the birds. I forget what it was yeah, called. I'm, I'm having a lapse as well. We can check that after. But uh, definitely the one with the birds. Like that was super popular as well. I think it was a woman that did that one as well. But like again, I'll check it. Uh, we'll check it at the end to make sure that we're not making any mistakes. Um, but go ahead you could say like maybe a couple of stats to make our listeners understand the real reality like in the hard numbers of like who like what's happening where and who is actually uh like buying the art and whatnot so i'll just give a few um places and the differences Mm -hmm. in prices so in north america men are paid for their artwork roughly around 5500 whereas a woman would be paid 3800 And this is like art in general. Yeah. Okay. This is art in general, okay? There's no specific medium, which I'll yeah. get into afterwards. Uh, in Europe, 
there's a pretty big jump in that one as well. Uh, for a male, it would be 6,200. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and 4,600 is for females. So I have like uh, Africa and Middle East. I have Asia, uh, Latin America, and Oceania. And over here, every single one is at least 1,000 to 1,005 over what a female is paid, a male is paid more, at least a thousand five hundred over. I mean, a thousand five hundred isn't that bad. Like, in terms of like, if it's a million and the other person is making like nine nine hundred thousand, <laughs> no, nine hundred ninety nine thousand minus a thousand one thousand five hundred. That's not so bad, you know. Sorry, my math is really off. That definitely wasn't my strong suit, but. <laughs> <laughs> but like I think there is something to say about that like I, I think that's definitely an improvement it's definitely improvement but yet you know I mean if it's just because we're mm -hmm. females I still uh, I mean obviously you disagree as well but I, it's just yeah we're 2020 you know, we got rights like in the 1940s so it's like almost a hundred years later, you would think that things would have mm -hmm. evened out by now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where like my frustration comes in a little bit. And I mean, it's a collective, right? So everyone has to make changes for there yeah. to be a balance. No. So it, it will take some more time. Yeah. It seems. I mean, that being said, now uh we're about we definitely have gone up and we're almost on par like 50 50 amount of like when we see like 100 artists there is usually a uh, 54 percent are male and 46 percent are female so that's a lot better but that being said like, yeah that's like you said in museums that's definitely not what we see no in museums usually you'll see uh it's male dominant yes yeah. It's always, but dominant. at the same time, to be fair, and I, I like, I definitely am not saying that men are better because I do not believe that, but it was very male dominated mm. for a long time. When women didn't have rights, artists were men for the longest time. So it is normal that you would see that. Yes. Also, back then, women were seen as what was seen as art. For women, it was seen as art. Yes. Craft. So, you know, like, there were still female mm -hmm. artists. It's just that our artistic practice wasn't seen as being a true artist. It was being seen as, you know, that being that wife mm -hmm. at home, like, Doing exactly you just said it right on the nose daniela textiles <laughs> that was what we were good in apparently. and that oh yeah well if you think about it and now these are with the facts that i have yeah. up in front of me uh the only uh medium where it is completely equal for male and female is in the textiles is I that a that surprise crazy that it would be equal how is that equal like, how is, it, how is it even 50-50 well, there? That's what I don't understand. How is it not well, more, get, men, more women they, than men, you know? Well, they get paid the same amount. So it's not about how many are mm -hmm. doing that. It's that men and women are both getting paid for yeah. the same amount. 
So on average, let's say like a female would get paid 5,000 while a male will also get paid mm -hmm. 5,000. Whereas in other mediums, it's not, not the case. Men are paid more in every other medium other than yes, textiles. Exactly. Except drawing. drawing. Oh, and drawing. Yeah. We're and 50, drawing 50 on the yeah. big boy. Exactly. Yeah. We're getting paid yeah. the same amount. So yes, go on ahead. But, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, like the other mediums, like for those who are curious, it includes installation. These are all the ones that males are getting paid more than females. Installation, sculpture, relief, paintings, mixed media, photography, watercolor, and any work mm -hmm. on paper. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what's crazy, though? Like, I, you just said it. Like, installations, for instance. I feel like there is as mm. many. There is definitely a lot of women that do installation art. Well, yeah, we know of one. But, um, but yeah. that being said, like when I'm looking at my book here, a lot of the artists are installation mm. artists or uh, or conceptual artists, and even the ones mm. that I know of, it it was that's what it was. Like I would say that uh, uh, Yayoi Kusama, she's oh, yes. I would say she's more of an installation artist just due to like mm. the sheer volume of dots that you have when you walk into the room because that's what is yes. impactful is the amount of dots everywhere and she makes like pumpkins with dots and, and whatnot so to me that's really like that's what makes it impactful and that's a fantastic artist that did it like who made it in in installation art uh i would say also uh i was going to say Barbara Kruger, but she's not necessarily an installation artist. There's uh, Eva Hess that would make these sculptures that were just so huge that they kind of look like installations. And she actually passed away due to the amount of like silicone and oil and just like sheer horrible poisonous products that she was using to create her, her work. She died at a young age, that artist. And that yeah, no, oh, she died really? really young, um, in the seventies, in nineteen seventy, that is. And when I think of like artists who are more like painters, there isn't that many that I know of. Like even in this book, it's mo there is a lot of installation art, but there's if there's one I can think of, it's Helen Frankenthaler that I mostly thought like heard of in school and Frida Kahlo. But those are artists that are super yeah. like they are much older. You know? Yes, those are the ones that were really well known. Like when I think um, mm -hmm. George O'Keefe, George O'Keefe, like that was one of my favorite artists. Photography, uh, and, and you could kind of uh, say installation as well uh, to a certain extent is Cindy uh, uh, Sherman. Cindy Sherman. Right? Am I right? Am I seeing her right here? Cindy Sherman? No. No, I'm, I'm saying I think you're saying it right. I think I'm having a... Oh, she's a photographer that she dresses yes. herself up and she takes pictures of herself. It's like yes, self-portraits. Cindy Sherman does more... Yes, exactly. Yeah. More like self-portraits, but she... No, it's not installations. But yes, she does have to... It's mm. kind of... Con well, it's very theatrical, you know? Because she had to 
she had to make decors. She would put so much makeup on herself to create these uh, different personas. Characters. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I wouldn't say. Definitely, I wouldn't. Def- yeah, I wouldn't say that it's uh, insulation, but she is like a photographer, and that's mostly male dominated as well. So that's yes, that's interesting that true. she's doing it. You know. Um, what I do find kind of cool though is like in this book, I do fall upon some artists that are from like the 1600s and yeah, they were doing like every other artist. So, um, uh, still lives and portraits and whatnot. But that being said, I know that a lot of those artists will, at the beginning, they kind of were more like, but well, most of them back in the day, they were more like assistants to artists. So that's how they mm. got the chance to learn. And it was rarely someone who came from a disadvantaged background. But that was, we can say that about a lot of artists in the 1600s. Yeah. So it, it usually was like well, a better a family, you know? Well, for sure, because even like general education, it was only if you were wealthy that mm-hmm. you had an education, that, or else you were pretty much yes, illiterate. Exactly, that was a a big yeah. problemo. But um, I I kind of wonder, like, do you think now, like, for an artist to be successful, do you think that she needs to be? Um, like, what do you think that an artist today for a woman needs to have to succeed? Um, I think part of it is being uh, 100% a go-getter and unapologetic and not uh, taking criticism, like, the to heart. Mm-hmm. Because as women, we are, we're criticized for almost every single thing that we do. Uh, if we, I mean, I know men get criticized as well, but for women, it's every single thing. So if you're underweight, you're criticized. You're overweight, you're criticized. So along with everything else, like it's hard for women, I find, to like really put themselves 100% out there because they have other insecurities and so that, because I'm talking from experience here, that is like part of the struggle. You have to have no holds bar and know that you, what you're worth and go for it and mm-hmm. go and get it. And you're capable of doing so. Mm-hmm. But that, because, whereas men, I find like, yes, they have insecurities, but usually male artists, I don't think that they uh, scrutinize themselves as harshly as probably women do. So I, it's really about being hyper-focused and knowing what you're worth and how great you are and just going for it and not taking no for an answer. Whereas women usually have a hard time um, like pushing even further past the no. There's no no. You know what I mean? I think, I think it also has – well, I think definitely some women for sure. There is some women who are like – I think who aren't very like, – like you said, who are unapologetic and don't get necessarily – um hurt by all that but we can't ignore that there is definitely more not stigma but like we get bullied a lot more let's put it that way if if from like the amount of money that we don't get from uh 
all the like if you just look at in general women like a politician woman has to always look good like she always has to put makeup on she always has to be uh presentable mm-hmm. i'm putting air quotes that we can't see right now but like you need to like yeah. you always have to almost look good even if we look at comedians like they always have to look good and the ones that are pretty like if they're not incredibly pretty well they had already addressed it and like kind of threw it in their in people's faces mm-hmm. like I can't you can't just look at me in one way but that being said they're still coming out on stage full makeup nice dress or whatever they're never going out on stage with a t-shirt, like with stains on it. They're like, they just don't do that. Like you can't, you would get like harassed like crazy. So it's just not an option, you know? Yeah. So what do you think that they would need uh, to do? I think you're right with the whole unapologetic thing. I completely agree with you. I think there's also like you, it's, it's kind of important to know like your, your goals in life and, and, to surround yourself with people who want you to succeed and want to help you succeed, I guess, because Mm -hmm. like I, when I think about even another like contraint, the contraint that would happen to a woman is like, well, you know, we do have uh, the possibility to birth and bringing a child into the world. And Mm -hmm. like, I think when you're an artist, your art becomes kind of like your child. And to have, like, an extra child, like, two children that you're supposed to love equally. Like, I don't know. I have a lot of siblings. I'm pretty sure our parents don't love us all equally. (laughs) But but I'm just saying (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But, but like, in the sense that it is hard to, like, to be, like, a mom and be an artist. I don't Mm. think that any mom would be like, oh, yeah, it's a breeze who's an artist I think you they all say you have to work hard and I think you have to work even more hard because you do have to go through a physical like let's say you're an artist and you're you're literally uh you're pregnant like that's a physical demanding thing and being an artist is physical it is obviously mental but it is physical to a certain degree so you have to you have to you know take care of your morning sickness and then go to the studio and, and whatnot. So then after that, when the kid is born, like you're, if you decide that you are, that you want to breastfeed, well, you had to, you have to bring them everywhere. And like, I don't think that, I don't think that the art world is as open. I'm sure there are some places that Mm. are, but I don't think it's, still quite there yet I think we still have to fight for that yeah I definitely agree but uh, to expand on what you were saying though like that pregnancy is physical and painting is physical to a degree but painting is also mental and being pregnant knowing so many people who were pregnant not that they were artists but I do know it like it affects your brain it really does affect you so I mean like and you're tired most of the time because your body is going through a whole bunch of changes. So, I mean, it, it can affect your artistic practice. So let's say you're, you're pregnant for nine months and for half of those months, you know, you're not as capable to yeah. be in the studio. Well, that's a big yeah, chunk of exactly. time. Like, even like th- think about it. We've been like, just let's say in mm-hmm. quarantine 
for like about Uh six months. And like, it's a big amount of time. And if I wasn't able to do art, I don't think I would have been okay mentally. So, Hmm. you know what I mean? So, yeah, so I I get it. It is a bit difficult when you're a woman because for you to, and if you're not a full-time artist, even at that, if you're not yet a full-time artist and, and you're having a child, well, you have to juggle, if you have a partner, well, you have to juggle your partner, the child, the pregnancy, your studio, yeah. and your yeah, job. exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. That, like, just right there, you just said it. And, like, that being said, like, of course, there's also, like, the element that, like, men also have a kid, like, that I get that. And you know what? That's fantastic. But, like, mm-hmm. it's not the same thing. The guy can is not like carrying that child for nine months and giving birth to it and then Mm -hmm. feeding it out of its body. And if you decide to even like to do the bottle and formula or whatever, that's another thing. And then sure, you can pass it on to your partner. But it's just it's not there is like a sense you do have to create a bond like the dad and the baby often have to create a bond after its, its birth. Mm-hmm. When a woman, it's already there. So, like, I mean, yeah. I'm totally generalizing to a certain degree right now. And I'm sure there's some women who are like, no, like, I totally did it. And I know artists, women artists that are juggling both and are fucking amazing at it. And, like, bravo, because they are my uh, example for life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is that I would like to see more artists like that are mothers showing that part of themselves and not having not being afraid to show that because it shows yeah, real strength you know what i mean it's it's a lot and the fact the fact is like we look up to these women and we're like you know what i'm able to do it like this gives it empowers other women you know like that what what people say empowered women yeah empower women well it is true because when I started my side business and I was looking at um, one of my colleagues uh, two years ago and I'm like, wow, like you're 40 years old. You have three kids. You have all this energy. You're doing all these types of things. I'm like, you are my idol. And that's what I strive for. I'm like, if she can do it, I can too. And that's the thing is that we really need to lead Mm -hmm. by example. Definitely. And I think that that's like, like we said earlier, I think we're getting there. I think a lot of women artists mm-hmm. are way more put in front. But I think there's definitely ways we can work on that. So, like, like we were talking about this once. And we were saying, like, how can we help each other out? Well, first of all, like, you can hot Like, when we think of, like, artists that are, um, like, hire, like, assistants well, if you're a woman, why don't you mm-hmm. hire other women, you know? Like, just that simple fact. Yeah, being being more aware of uh, your staff. Yeah. Like, let's say you're, you're a woman in power and you're seeing, I'm like, okay, well, how many female to male? What is the ratio of mm-hmm. my staff? Pay attention to that. Like, if you notice you've hired for the last, like, the last three people you've hired have been male. Well, make sure that maybe the next three you're hiring are female just to make sure that everyone has a fair chance because I mean, there are a lot of women that work in art museums and galleries, but 
very little women are in leadership yeah. roles, in true leadership roles, like at a higher up that they can make those executive decisions for women to be yeah. in power. I mean, we are lucky in Montreal. I think we are uh, really lucky even. There is a lot of women that are like these super forces. Like I think of even like where I work mm. at Mu, like it, the entire, uh, all of my bosses are women, right? Um, and even like, cause I'm like in more of like in the educational department. So, uh, in the educational department, we are all women and there's only like one dude. <laughs> so, but like, mm -hmm. again, we're all in the education department. So we're all educators. So we're doing murals in schools. So it, it, so it is normal yeah. to me. Like, I'm not surprised that we're mostly women, but that being said, the head of the company um, she is a woman and she is like such an amazing person. So like, I find that always super inspiring. And she is very, uh, like, she's always like trying to put as many, like 50, 50, as many women, women than men, but also like, she can only put who, people who apply as well, you know? Um, yeah, that's true. And that's another thing I find like, like, men are more willing without the experience to apply than women. That? Well, just based off of like people around me, like when I, when I think about like myself or maybe like my sister or, you know, whoever's like around me and they'll be like, Oh, but mm -hmm. I don't have this or I don't have that. And they're asking for specific things, but you know, sometimes like, you know, my boyfriend, him, he may he applied to a company and he didn't have that much experience. He's like, well, why not? Yeah. He just applies. And I don't know if that, that stands for maybe a personality, but I see that women are more likely to like follow the instruction, you know, like, okay, but they want this and they want that. I'm like, maybe this position yeah. is not. For I mean, me. that being said, like, I completely, I kind of agree with you. I do think that there is, there is something that we were kind of, uh, program to think I think there again there's a lot more women that are like going for it now but there is like there was mm -hmm. I, we're, I'm not that old you know like I'm 31 and there is like mm -hmm. little things that you we were kind of hardwired at a young age like uh just in school you know like stupid things like oh boys will be boys oh yeah she's really good at coloring like do you oh. want to color uh like it, it's just like we're put in like these boxes, but like, oh yeah. yeah, you can do it to a boy. It was like a normal thing. Guy, boys can do everything when I was a kid. Whereas like that has mm. changed. That entire discussion has changed now. And now we definitely say yeah. uh, girls and boys can do anything that they want. But again, like, people who were adults when I was a kid are still here and they're still adults. And like the people who mm. were adults when I was a kid and still take that to heart, well, they kind of still per perpetuate that idea. So like, I think it's only going to be in a couple of generations of women that we're finally going to have those women who are like, yes, we can do this. Cause like not that long ago, like, my grandmother was a huge fan of uh, Madame Casgrain in Quebec, who was like one of the biggest feminists. And like, 
that's my grandmother. So this is like three generations. So maybe in three generations, we're going to see like at least 50-50 women artists and maybe even more. Who knows, you know? But I... But I definitely know yeah, you were right. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. But like, I definitely, no, I definitely no think that there's like something we can see, like a good pattern that is developing, and we have to keep thinking positively, and we definitely have to keep talking in a positive way that women are as equal as men in every single aspect in life. Yeah, well, that's that's you know one of the reasons why I think we started with this topic is because we are like it's by talking about it it's like break shattering that yeah. glass you know like shattering that that facade that mm-hmm. we're so used to and by being open about it and like looking at it through yeah. a different lens we can actually start like making changes like yes we do want equal rights and we are going towards that and i we know this like things have changed over past generations like we're becoming more aware, you know, about all these things like like women rights, about, you know, like white privilege, which some people still can't, you know, wrap their head around. But with the newer generations coming, well, they're more aware of it because it's something that is being spoken to them about. Whereas we didn't talk about these things when we were young. So children are being brought up knowing like, oh, you you have to be equal between boys and girls. Like there's not much of a difference. It's all about whether you're willing to do it or not. That's all up to you. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. So like children of today is different. Like we're both educators. So, I mean, I have these discussions with my students all the time. And you know, like I think like it still like gets to me to a little, like at a certain level, like I get a little annoyed. Like I'm super happy when I see these things, but like, then like I'm like but you know when I look at like all the artists the mural like if you look at the murals in Montreal there's it's mostly male dominated like there's not as many women mural Mm. works up than men and that kind of annoys me but then when I when I'm teaching a class there's always way more girls that are interested in the product in the project than there are boys you know but and I'm always like how is Mm. there like freaking 15 girls but and five boys if there is five boys like but then like there's not mm. that many artists I mean like like we said maybe in a couple of generations it's mostly going to be women and very little men who knows well look at it this way we were also talking about it because when we went to Concordia and we're yeah. taking studio classes like like if we're, we're talking about the muralists mm-hmm. here in Montreal and all that well, we graduated with, and we had classes with almost all women. If there was like five men, we were lucky. If there was five guys, like we're ta- in our like, I mean, right now, I, I mean, I didn't take a lot of print classes, but I took mostly like painting classes, and it was mostly women. Yeah, I took painting, drawing. I did sculpture. Like, I mean, the ones yeah. that we did take, right? So, but the majority was always the majority. They were women. It was it was and like ninety percent women. Professors too. Yes, absolutely. There were more women professors than men. I think I only had mm-hmm. one one yeah. male professor, 
and and just to say you're saying that yes there's mostly you know male muralists well it's a bit surprising because we were always surrounded by the majority of female in yeah. the art world definitely you know so it's but interesting good news there is this amazing gallery in Montreal cal- called um, the the voyons l'art fatal that's not it it's fatal. there you go yeah. fatal art fatal, fatal yeah. art gallery which is yeah. uh, empowering women artists since 2018 and uh, there's a couple of amazing artists that I know that are represented by this gallery so if you don't know about it check it out it's uh, on Instagram fatal uh, underscore art underscore gallery uh, they showcase only women and I think that's like such an amazing initiative that they're taking and you have like all kinds of things it's not just painting there's painting there's print there's photography um, there's collages like it really is such an amazing uh, like I was going to say amalgam in French but like a, an interesting like group of artworks and women that they took to represent I think it's uh, it's really it's really great that they opened up something that was just for mm-hmm. females so that we can like represent yeah. it as well you know definitely and there's also like um, like when I think of uh, there's this really cool uh, uh, what is it called a print <laughs> a print uh uh, not workshop, but a print studio. It is run by a woman, and it's called. I don't want to say it wrong because I always say the wrong thing. I, by the way, everyone, I'm dyslexic, so like mm-hmm. words are definitely not my forte. So it's La Bourgeoise uh, Serigraphe. So uh, La, Bo- La Bourgeoise Serigraphie is like really amazing uh, place to go and get things printed if you want to get your work printed, or if you want to get a class in silkscreen, that's a really great place to go. And it's run by this amazing woman called Iris Sautier. So she's a a fantastic artist and um, she like just has amazing facilities, very clean and uh, you can learn quite a bit. And that's again, run by a woman. Oh, awesome. Yes, I, I actually took that. my uh, classes there. She was the one that kind of influenced me to, uh, to oh, go the, back okay. to school in print. Well, you know what? We should, uh, I think that we'll just tag, you know, Fatal yeah. Art Gallery in the description. guys, And, and the print mm-hmm. uh, studio that you're talking about. We'll like, link that all below so that you guys can check it out if you want as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. No, I, I think, don't know if I had anything else I wanted no, to add. Do you have anything I think uh, uh, we're going to try and add a couple of artists to go check out some female artists uh, that are around us that you should uh, really look at what they do. We're an amazing group of women. Of course, we're maybe going to focus more on Montreal because that's where we're from. But really, like, go and check out and help us out. You know, help one another out in this industry. That's all we have to do. Yeah, and we'll link our uh, Instagrams below as well if you want to check out our art. So uh, till next time, we'll definitely 
to say ask more confessions if you have any ideas of what you guys would want to talk about with us and here we're going uh to uh talk about it in our next podcast you can comment and uh, we'll get back to you on that awesome well have a good, <laughs> have a good day <laughs> bye <laughs> bye <laughs> Hey. So we're going to do a quick fact check uh, about one or two things that we mentioned in the podcast. I mentioned that women had the right, uh, the right to vote in 1940. And yes, that is true for Quebec, but in other provinces, uh, it was before 1940. Yeah, so that's right, Daniela. You had it right. So I love being right. You said the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> and there was also <laughs> there was also this uh, beautiful exhibit that was at the Montreal Museum of Fine Arts here in Montreal. And uh, it was made by the artist Celeste Boursier Mougenot. I really want to make sure I said that name right. And uh, how we could best describe it was Birds of a Feather Jam Together, a living musical exhibit at the Museum of Fine Arts, will set 70 zebra finches loose in an aviary. And the only perches are the strings of 14 electric guitars and bass guitars. When the birds land, they create music that's played through the amplifiers stationed around the aviary. Isn't that beautiful? It sounds beautiful, but we actually got to experience it. So I know it really is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it, folks. Uh, Danielle and I just wanted to make sure everyone's always in the loop. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for next week's. Thanks. Bye. Bye.